You're listening to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast, where we discuss intimacy, romance, foreplay, and sex positive topics with your hosts, Ryan Whitfield and Lex Harris. Welcome to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast show. I'm Ryan. I'm Lex. Welcome to the show. Welcome, guys. This show is a show that we talk about everything under the sun under the sun yeah, under the right. sun which includes under the bed. <laughs> which includes <laughs> intimacy dating romance sex foreplay mm-hmm. uh, everything that you would think that you know comes under that umbrella so lex today uh we are recording and shoot oh we're, we're, we're live yes on, we are we're live right now, who do we so think we are right? i know listen we're we, recording yeah, live we're, stuff. yeah we're moving you know? on so we're live comes with you know all the background noises and effects too right yeah so bear with us <laughs> if you hear some dogs barking <laughs> you hear some strange noises yes as we live so um but one of the things I want to kind of jump in and just like really like put oh, out Ryan, there. We also forgot to tell them that where they can watch this. Oh, you know what? Before yeah. I even start spilling spilling yeah. my thoughts, uh, go to uh, the Intimacy Uncover uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and you'll see um, a link, or you'll see the post uh, at the top of the page uh, that says a live podcast broadcast. So tune in. Definitely tune uh, in. Make Check sure you give comments, yes. feedback. Uh, we, we always like feedback. clicks the like button, share it um, to anyone you feel that may need it. Um, don't just be a silent supporter. That's right. Those are not needed. Be a participant. That's right. Because I know this the conversation and things that we're talking about relates to you. Absolutely. Because so we keep it what real raw and relatable. relatable. So, what's on my mind is this. Yeah, tell speak your mind. I need. To, I always Let's like speak to speak out. my mind before we even get the show started. What's on my mind is this. A lot of people want these deep connections, these deep intimate connections mm-hmm. with a relationship in a relationship, but I realized that they're not willing to be vulnerable to get them. Wow, that is so true, Ryan. Too often it happens, right? Too often. It's like, you know, we want to keep these surface driven type of relationships going. And it don't work that way. And it don't work that it way. It doesn't work that way. It does not work that way. You gotta give way. a little to give a little. To get a little, rather, right? But this this is my this is my jewel of of the day. Okay. I realize that we all have insecurities, right? right? Mm-hmm. And for me to be able to be vulnerable with you, mm-hmm. that means that I have to be able to place my insecurities with you to be able to protect and lock up those insecurities. And I'm going to do the same for yours. And a lot of times, mm-hmm. it's most it's always one person that's willing to be vulnerable, but the other person's kind of afraid. That is so true, you know, and you know what makes these people or person afraid? It has a lot to do sometimes with past experiences, right, Ryan? That's true. And the one thing I will say mm-hmm. is this: one relationship that go that went wrong or went astray or didn't mm-hmm. work out a certain way does not mean that that's going to happen for every relationship you go in. That's right. And you know what? Sometimes too, if we get caught in like a cycle of two repeated occurrences. We're like, oh no, hell no! This is gonna happen a third time. We think every relationship is gonna be the same we thing. We do. We tend to do that. Yeah, it's, but that's not the case. Not the, the case at all. The things that I like to understand about all my relationships mm-hmm. that I've been in is this: I want to know, or I'd like to look at it and say, the good moments that I learned, mm-hmm. and the things that are red flags. Uh, I love. I like that approach. It's very sure. simple. It's a very simple yeah, approach. The it's great practical. moments, and and the reason mm-hmm. why I say that is that when you move from one relationship to the next. You don't really want to refer to that relationship or speak about that relationship, but you can speak about 
the great things that you learn from it. That's so true. You absolutely can. And you know what, too? It's good to have that pause in between relationships to do those things. Because if you try to jump from one to the next, because that's something we tend to do, too. We think, oh, I need somebody to help me get my mind off such and such. doesn't work that way. Got to take that pause first to regroup. I agree. Yeah. But it's it's two things. Mm -hmm. One as I think that person needs to get out and get over things, like meet people, meet go, people. Yeah, definitely but don't go get out. into a relationship. You yeah, know that's, that's two different things. I don't want people to confuse that. Yeah. One is getting out and right. meeting people and mingling and kind of enjoying your to, life. Exactly. Well, moving by, by yourself. You know what it's almost meeting like? Things. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're, reco- mm-hmm. it's like you're recalling yourself back to the front. Right. You right. Know, you because get- normally when you're in a relationship, you kind of, you, you should be catering to this person. Now you're putting your needs back up to the front. You are putting your needs back up to the front. Yeah. And you, you're right. Cause you try to mesh with this other person. Now you're unmeshing. Yeah. You're unmeshing. So when it comes to the relationship mm-hmm. and moving forward into another one, I feel like we, we have to heal. Absolutely. And, and I think sometimes when the term is thrown out emotionally available, mm-hmm. some it's, it's, it's a, it's a term that's thrown out there, mm-hmm. but what does it really mean, right? Emotionally, yeah. Yes. And for and, and just in my opinion and my experiences, I will say that I would try to make sure that I'm a hundred percent because a lot of times uh-huh. we get out of we, we we don't no one likes to feel pain, right? And no one wants to think about that other person. But I think that's kind of like the process of getting over it, to get it out your system, to go through that that that, that pain, that process. You that, do. It's a purging process, and it's necessary to go through each emotion and not try to suppress anything. And sometimes that's what ends up happening. We try to suppress it. I'm not gonna lie. I will tell you before before I had a little you bit of wisdom, I'm coming clean. Before <laughs> I had just a slight bit of wisdom, mm-hmm. right, or something, I was I was going from. One and hurry up and get to the one next. One to another one. I think it's easy to do though. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like, I was not, you know what? I, when I got to the next one, uh-huh. I was not able to give that next person all yep. of me. All of Ryan. I was not able to give all of Ryan. It was, they were getting like 50 50. 50 50. 50 50. they need all of Ryan. And you're right. So you're, that healing component, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that is a major key. Well, so. listen, this is how we start our shows. <laughs> <laughs> so, listen, sometimes it, it it goes for a minute and sometimes we go and we can you know. we can go for five or six minutes. So I hope you guys kind of <laughs> uh, are warmed up because yes. I am. So um, I know you warmed up because you are ready I'm pumped. I to know hear we, this lineup. Yes, this lineup. What's the lineup we got? All right. So we have a story from Amy from Atlanta who's written in about Finding Nemo. Okay, that's that sounds interesting. <laughs> this is not about the cartoon or the, the animation movie, right? I don't, I don't think so. It's okay. gonna, we we gonna, okay. yeah. I, don't, I read it. It really wasn't, but okay. I love this. Just checking. <laughs> and then we got the hot hot topic. Okay. I mean, super hot. I'm, you know, I'm here for that. I'm ready. <laughs> and that is the single sex yes. versus couple sex. I got a um, lot of stuff that I want to share. I'm sure you do. I got some stuff I want to let out. I'm sure you do. I'm just saying. And then we'll wind that on down, all that excitement with Pillow Talk. I'm excited. So listen, we want you guys to stick around. Enjoy the rest of the show. We'll be right back. That's right. All right, Ryan. So I've heard that, you know, a little birdie told me you're kind of like an expert on the single sex component. Well, I, I I have insight. I mean, I, I you know, I've dabbled a little bit. A little dabble here and there. Dabble you know what I'm saying? I've dabbled I'm on both sides. I'm you out there. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I think that's why you have so much insight about this intimacy topic. That may be true. That might be true. So, all right. So, let's dive into this 
single sex versus couple sex. Oh, yes, please, because you're so eager. So let's go. I'm you so need it all, sir. I'm it all. All right, so here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Single sex has to be some of the most raw, passionate sex. Because what happens is mm-hmm. you don't know this person. Okay. And for, for guys, I feel like it's a thrill. Okay, so let me back you up just two okay. steps, right, okay, two, two with steps. the whole single sex. Okay. So you don't know this person? Well, I'm saying I don't know them deeply. Let's clear that up. I don't know them <laughs> as deeply as I may want to, meaning that a guy is willing to take the sex uh-huh. on day one. We're willing to go first date. Right, okay. And if I know you first date, that means I really don't know you. And there's an excitement that mm-hmm. comes along with that. That is so that. true. Yeah, I'm willing to go. Like, yeah, what it's is, an excitement. You know what it is? up it's, with that. You know what it is? It's one of those things where it's, it's an attraction. <laughs> it's a lust. Like, we become, like, so asphyxiated with the physical that we may lose sight. just lose your mind. We lose our mind. It's just like, hey, she's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's sexy. I she has everything I, I need to get with her. <laughs> no, Seriously, I it. need to get with her. I need to lay her down. Wow. That's always been amazing to me, Ryan. So thank you for being honest I'm about that one. I'm just telling you how we are. I mean, it's one of those visual things. Visual creatures. That, yeah, visual creatures. Once we get going, it's like I, I got to have it. And okay. it's, it's one of those things that I think that if from a single sex or a single guy standpoint, uh-huh. for the most part, it's, it's conquer as much as you want. That's what it's conquered. It's like you have a goal. I want to conquer these women. Conquer as many as possible. Conquer as many. I felt like that in my early twenties. Uh-huh. I felt like that from early twenties. Okay. I was there, and then I guess once you get into your your thirties, uh-huh. you start like saying, "I want quality over quantity." Okay, so in your twenties, you you kind of just like conquer what you can. Where the women at? Where the women at? In your thirties, you more like. Mm. I need a little. Yeah, I need, I need. I need wifey now. I can I, yeah, see wanna, me with a wifey. Yeah, figure. you start. You start thinking like, all right, where's this going? Because uh-huh. once again, I'm gonna tell you what it is. You start looking for a connection. I you think in only, your thirties, you start looking for a connection. I, I really started early in my twenties, but you kind of don't know what it is. It's like it's like you know what it, you ignore the shit. That's what it is. I ignored it. So I felt it, but I ignored it. You felt it because you felt like I should be having more women, right? Because that's what people, that's what society make you feel like? Or, nah, you know what, or your other bros or whoever? No, nah, it wasn't necessarily that. Uh-huh. For me, my, let me say this. Uh-huh. So I had an interest in dating women that might have been out of state too. I was big on that. I don't know why. I was big on meeting women that might not have lived in my area. Okay, what's that like to do with? I'm yeah. telling you why. Okay. Because what happens is I would have women in different areas. Oh, oh, you have pros. Well, you can call it. You can, you can, you can, you can call it whatever you want. <laughs> what I'm saying I is, never that, again. right? I was into that. So what happens is it feels like at some point you're mm-hmm. like, all right, this is getting old. Where's this going? Uh, right, because you're like, okay, she's not close. Like, what am I doing? That's what you end up. saying. No, nah, I mean, you just look at it like, I, right, I feel like I got to do too much to get. To have this situation it was easy because like if you're single right in my local area i'm not even paying attention to it like what's going on but when i want to be that type of person or i want to have interest in that person mm-hmm. I just travel to where they at have a good time and so that way it's no like it's There's difficult no to no strings attached no strings attached ah yeah. okay so you bring it on home now yeah, so was, that's what the single sex no thing is about attached. It, was no strings it was just like okay you know i can kind of um be in and out 
there's no real questions being asked because they're not really here. You know, they can't really pop up. They right. can't exactly. surveillance me. Exactly. Not that, that women do those benefit. things. That was a benefit of having out-of-state <laughs> people that were out-of-state. Girls, out, the females that was out-of-state. Uh-huh. The other thing I was going to say is that circling back to being local, um, I think guys kind of, I think guys don't, if they don't know how to connect with somebody, mm-hmm. they just keep repeating the same pattern. Yeah, I mean, I think that's true. I think that um, I think it takes a certain level of being intentional, you know, to kind of want to connect with somebody. You know, I, I, that's what I, I truly believe that that you have to really have a desire. It doesn't just happen, you know, like oh. But what the whole thing is that we don't have like examples. Uh huh. The music, the imagery, the things, the videos that we see, mm-hmm. the social media, it kind of depicts us to say let's conquer these females let's let's be with this you're right i mean you already know media is like it's more driven toward that you know sexual because sex sales number one so that's why we wrote this book about intimacy right because because we're trying to make sure that we show you how to connect with somebody and that it's an ongoing process and that it never dies that's right and yeah. we want to shed more light toward that because sex is everywhere. Intimacy, not so much, right? Yeah. So I think that single sex has its advantages. As someone who's on, been on both ends of the spectrum here, I'm married now, thank God. Shout out <laughs> but to your husband. Shout out to him. Him. <laughs> um, but single sex gives you that like temporary thrill. And to me, I'm just going to say it gives you like this temporary feeling of empowerment. Like, yeah, I'm in control of this. Yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, I got this. I'm choosing this person. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I've found, in all honesty, that if you're not careful, it can leave you feeling somewhat empty. You know? Um, mm. And I've, I've kind of found that. You Let know what I mean? This. It, it's exciting. You. Don't get me wrong. It's exciting. Let me mm-hmm. ask you this. And and this is from a male's perspective. Right. And I'm going, I'm, I'm really going raw in this. Point, okay. Right? What happens is when you have single sex, mm-hmm. one word that comes to mind is integrity. Right? And I'm going to tell you why that comes to mind. Okay. Normally, there's an even playing field, right? Mm-hmm. When you do not have any sexual... When you don't have sex with a woman. When you don't have sex with a woman, there's an even playing field, right? Okay. She has the advantage. Sure. Once that, once that sex comes up, mm-hmm. the man has total advantage. Because now the woman has given herself to this guy. Mm. Now, there's two situations. Mm-hmm. Either... She feels like now that we've had sex, I, I want more. I'm thinking that we're going to be more than what we mm-hmm. got. Or this guy just got lucky and then she's dangling the carrot over his head to, you know, say, look, if you want more sex, you need to do what I want. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, Ryan, because there is something called the power of the P-U-S-S-Y. But, yeah, I mean, but, uh, that, <laughs> listen, that comes into play maybe about. Three out of ten situations. Three out, three, three out, out of ten. Three out of ten. Seven out of ten is is the reason why is because it's more it's more women. That is true. Women. So that they, is true. Yeah. So that kind of balance. That is true. That, supply that really and it's supply and <laughs> But but you know I do want to bring that out this point too. I want to ask you: Do you think it's possible for a female to really engage in any type of sexual encounters with a guy and just not have feelings at all? There's a lot that's like that. And yes, some happened. Some happened early on, or some something happened where they just disconnected and they never connected the mm-hmm. light bulb back in. When it comes to that, I mean, because when a woman is like that, honestly, uh-huh. a guy, how can you connect to that? I, I, I had, I had, I ran into females that were like that, and it was weird because it was like you thinking that you gonna have this. They were, they're gonna have all these emotions right. afterwards, uh-huh. and they were like, they was just like 
I guess I was like, we was. Right, just thing. like, oh, what's up? Very nonchalant. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Yeah, you know, is- I wanted to bring it up. I'm glad you think you were being honest about that because a lot of guys will, you know, or guys that have kind of run into or just had passing conversations with will think that, you know, I guess women, we are, they feel as though we're these delicate creatures that um, can't detach in that way. You know what I mean? Or whatever. And I know. Um, well, strippers do the same thing too. They got to detach. Strippers, well, prostitutes, street walkers, uh, call girls. Getting candid. Hoes. Oh my gosh. Jigaboos. Jigaboos. You cannot. know my favorite from Ray? The Johnny Girl. I cannot right now. I'm just you can be a Johnny Girl. Yeah, you could be a Johnny Girl. Oh. Johnny Girl. Johnny Girl. Remember he said, run out and give me a Johnny Girl? Yeah, I can't. He did say that. But no, listen, what made you think of that? It just came. I always keep that in mind. I'm always thinking like, what what type of female? Yeah, so um, you're right though. I mean, so I just wanted to bring that up because. Thank you for being truthful about that, because there are a lot of females out here that the confusion can, can, can on the female. Listen, the confusion we talked about the male side. Mm-hmm. The confusion on the female side, I feel this, and correct me if I'm wrong, is that some females feel that in order to get a guy, uh-huh. they gotta let loose. Some do. I, I no, not some. A lot. No. No, it's no. a lot. It's a lot. Um, listen, the good girls are forty percent, thirty percent. You think so? Absolutely. I'm, uh, absolutely. I, listen, I'm, listen, absolutely. I don't know. Uh, There's a saying out here that, you know, hoes be winning. You know what? They really I hate don't, when people they, say that. They, <laughs> the hoes are not really winning. I hate that. They're not really winning. They're not. They're and thank not you. Winning. Thank they're you for that because they're not. And they're it's not like, winning. you know, they're, re- they're really not. And that's just the perception that, again, I think media and people like to drive out there, but that's not true. The, the term, mm-hmm. the, you know what? A lot of terms of people like, that, that you're referring to is people uh-huh. saying, oh, she got married. But see, the key is not getting married. The key is being happily married. And I know you can attest to that, right? Absolutely. You wasn't, you wasn't like, oh, I just got to get married. You were like, my goal is to be happily married, right? Yeah, my goal was to, you know, be with somebody that was really for me that I can have a connection with. And I wasn't going to be married until I could really do that and experience that. You know, someone who could be uh, more than a spouse, but more of a friend. You know what I mean? So... Um, you know, I think what's important to highlight here too is that, you know, a lot of times I've encountered this too with guys that they feel as though once you get married, oh, they were like, oh, they change or no, you know, you, stuff no, changes. No, it does change. That's so not true. We get ready to jump into this. Let's. So let me sum my my my, my perspective up. Uh-huh. Single sex is very is a very selfish sexual activity. It's very Absolutely. selfish. You're focused yeah. on what you want. Mm-hmm. That person's focused on what they want. Everybody's mm-hmm. about to get theirs, right? Mm-hmm. Now, as I dive into this couple sex thing, the couple sex means that for me, I could be vulnerable, share what I like from a... Remember we always talk about this word, the freak, the whatever my endeavors or whatever okay. I like to dive uh-huh. into, whatever things extra I like to do. Sure. It's safe to share that with this person. Uh-huh. And if I know it's safe to share with her, we can tap into different things. Like she can share her inhibitions with me. I can share my inhibitions with her. We can try and do different things. And I know that after we're done, it's, 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 there's some type of connection or feeling afterwards. Right. You talking about at, with what? Marriage? Couples. Couples. Oh, no, couples. 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 Right, right. I'm, couples. I'm just saying, okay. in the relationships I've been in, these are the things that I've experienced. Okay, right. So I like the, the wholesomeness. And even though, and the thing, the funny thing is this. In both experiences, I was not able to experience what I experienced in a, in a couple's sex 
what I've what I've experienced in a single sex because you're only going to do but so much in single sex that mm-hmm. you're not going to do a couple sex. It's like something that comes with it. It's like a I don't know mm-hmm. how to describe it. It's like a like I could do certain things in, mm-hmm. in a single sex maybe it would be good, but then after a while if it's so casual, it's like nah, I'm not going to go but so far. But then I'm the relationship or the couple sex, I'm willing to shake the walls. I'm ready to rip the wallpaper out. I know because I think it's important to highlight like you know the couple sex and stuff like that that you know being reinventive and keeping things creative and fun is important like I think that that's probably why you even give that extra effort that's true you know what I mean because it is you gotta definitely keep it fun and creative and you know I I think that um, it's not like I want to get rid of this whole stigma of like but when you like when you get married or when you get in this committed relationship that you cannot you know um experience some of the same acts that you would as if you were you know what i'm saying um single you know in the romance well, so, department well, or tell me what you exactly tell me because i feel like this is a very vague i feel like you're going vague <laughs> i'm very we're, vague we're, listen we're, we're fucking live i want to know exactly what you're talking about be specific i've been very i've been very candid and transparent sir knock it off i just want to know what you're talking about what are you talking about are you saying something with your, your toes what are you talking about, what are you no, talking about? What i'm just saying about? that you you know me and my husband we keep things creative you know and we keep creative like how like, what are you talking about we want to know what creative looks yeah, like. Yeah, well, creative looks just like, you know, doing what it is you got to do. Don't bring me, don't make me bring up my naughty talk again. <laughs> listen, bring up your naughty talk. Don't to, make me do that, listen, Ryan. bring live. this up. This listen. is our first, I need to be on my best behavior. This is our first lie. I don't want people to think if I'm we want people raunchy to listen and ratchet. To, if we want people to listen to this, they want to hear raunchy and ratchet. <laughs> you see they watching ratchet TV. So I know, that's so let true. Let them into this. Let them into this. Let them into this. No, you. I'm just saying, listen, you got to know the different spots to touch each other, how we have outlined in the book you know what i mean or whatever like just okay. to keep things creative and interesting and fun you know once you build that it's important to build an intimacy first because you don't need to be i mean i feel as though it's better and everything is enhanced once you create that connection first it, it just intensifies everything from there it does it really does it i mean does. it can be on fire it, and no, i agree with that i agree yeah. with that I, i'm just looking back at just different scenarios mm-hmm. that i've been in and hands down, I mean, like I said, single sex was way more selfish, way more. You know what? The the funny thing is, like, I, I feel like the reason why I feel like we we we, we touched on this, and and how the book plays a part in it mm-hmm. is that men pretty much learn how to have sex either from you know their peers or they talked about it from porn. I mean that's true. You know so what I mean. So no, there's not a how to make love video out like I. You know yeah, I mean? I mean, but I think we're not even talking about that. We're. But I mean, you can't make love to someone if you're single. You have to be in some type of couple relationship so that way you're vulnerable to have some type of making love. So it's, yeah, and really I think just, that's our point here. Like you know what I mean. So if you're out there just screwing, you gotta try the other side. You and do. Then, you yeah. have to try that side. And I mean, after a while, I'm gonna be honest with you, Ryan. Like everything that does not have a certain level of substance has its expiration tag. Okay. I'm be honest with you. That but was a, a person got to be ready for that, though. That was a little set up with Pillow Talk. Yeah, a person got to be ready for that. You do. You, I mean, you do have to be ready, but you, you definitely have to be ready. Right? I don't want you to try to experience anything prematurely, but it has a, it has its expiration tag, so you just have to be real about your, to yourself when that has come up for you, I believe. Right. So I know people like, all right, listen, I hear y'all talk. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what I want to Tell me 
about an experience that you had when you were single that made you feel like, all right, you know what? I can't do this no more. I can't do this no more. Like mm-hmm. we have to I had to change things up. Was it it was a guy before your husband that that was like I have no memory before my husband. <laughs> Why would you set me up like this? <laughs> what I'm saying is that I'm just trying to understand because you're married. I want to go back. I to have say, no memory. Right. But seriously. no memory before my husband. <laughs> no, okay. Okay. All right. All right. If I have to, let me try to, you know, kind of mm, see if I can tap back that far. Mm. Come on. Tap to us. I mean, okay. Sorry. No. All right. Here it is. All right. So you're right. I mean, I think what made me decide that enough is enough is just the inconsistency you know what i mean of um you get tired of trying to figure out how far you should put yourself out there okay you know what i mean or whatever and from a vulnerable standpoint from a vulnerable standpoint but also like you're like why am i doing this you'd be like eventually you're like i would like to be able to build something or come home to someone consistent because you get tired of going out and or you know what I'm saying you meet people and that yeah it's fun in a moment but, but so you get kind of tired is. of that. So you're saying you the fun. So you're saying you, you're tired of the fun being te- a temporary fun. Yeah, just the temporary fun of you know what I mean, and then the inconsistent um, pattern of like kind of really being able to share certain things with a person. I you know you. what I mean? I you. Like and you're not really sure. Like dang, you know such and such place. You know I wish I could tell. Such, I don't know if I want to tell you know such and such about this or. I don't know, just having to kind of give too much energy to watching what you're saying, what you're doing, you know what I mean, or whatever, like with whomever it is, it may be, you know, your breadcrumb at that time, going back to podcast, (laughs) podcast three on this one, (laughs) but you know, so those things, how about you, for you? So for me, Uh it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a couple of things, right? Mm -hmm. Now I enjoyed the going different places. I enjoy to go into different places, you know, going different places and, you know, mm-hmm. seeing different people mm-hmm. and engaging. And I was, I enjoy being single. Like, honestly, like I really enjoyed the single life. Like it was, I mean, I'm single now, but it's, I enjoy yeah. the, the fruits of the labor of being I'm single. I'm sure you do. And because you got the whole thing, you have options. You, I, I, I could just be free. Yeah. Now, what happened, and no strings attached. No like strings that. attached. The, what happened is at one point I was like, all right. This is getting old because mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what it's for me. This it's like an investment, right? So what happens is you invest in this individual, or you don't invest in this individual. And when you don't invest in it, it seems very empty, right? And if I do invest in this individual, I feel like I wanted to be further than I want some. You gotta get some return back. You know, investment. we know what it feels like. It feels like an apartment. Oh, it feels like you're just throwing your money away <laughs> that's, every that's month. Real. That's real. And for real. And, and versus like a home where you like, okay, you're building, you're building I'm building this up. That's exactly you. what I it feels you. like. I that analogy. I got you. Like, okay. That's true. That's you, true. You know what? I'm, I I'm doing like that. Yeah, I'm doing this. I'm enjoying it right now. But it's like, dang. I don't but you know what? Some guys, you know what? Some guys really don't even care about that. That's true. Some guys are very happy with, I'm going to come to this empty apartment. Yeah. Right? I'm going to just... See what it's like, and then I'm out. Mm. You know why? Because I don't want the headache of the relationship or connecting. Or guess what? I'm not comfortable letting go. Yeah, I think that's probably what it comes down to, too. Yeah. So I would say I hope you guys enjoy single sex versus couple sex. Yeah, I think what we finally determine here is that they both have their advantages. 
and disadvantages. And disadvantages. I think it ultimately determines where you are in life and you being real about where you are. Okay. Um, I, that's what I would take from this. For me, I looked at it as single sex as me being more about myself, being selfish. Uh-huh. Um, couple sex, I think, is more about sharing and being more about the other person and making sure that they taking care of and they happy and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's my take on it. You know, that's my two cents, man. Mm-hmm. I, I had to get Well, deep thank you it. for your two cents. All right. So. I want to hear the story. So, moving right along. Yes. Let's, let's, let's we have our story. story here from Miss Amy, who was written in from Atlanta. Okay. And again, the title is Finding Nemo. So Finding Nemo. I think I like the story because I think it's really relatable, okay. actually, to a lot of people, okay. you know. I think I'm going to have a sip of my sponsor's uh, beverage. Oh, we have sponsors now. Shout yes. out Shout to out our to sponsors. sponsors. All right. So here we go. This is from Amy. I'm a 29-year-old female. I had a long-term college boyfriend of five years, which ended because he was not as ambitious as I wanted. I have always been, for the most part, focused and motivated to learn and experience um, new things, and he, not so much that type of person. Since then, I have been single for four years. I online dated on almost every site and found nothing serious. I finally met a guy last year in September that completely swept me off my feet, and I couldn't believe a person like him um, was out there. The relationship uh, was by no means perfect, but we were both invested in each other. The relationship ended about four months ago because he told me that he will never want children, which is something I will want in the future. So my question for Lex and Ryan is, why is it so hard for me to meet a smart, decent-looking, ambitious, fun person in real life as opposed to online? Because clearly, that's not working for me when all of my friends have. I go out a lot. I'm I'm not a shy person, and I like to try um, things. So it's not that I'm you know not putting myself out there. Hmm. Very 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 real here. I, right? underst- I understand the whole finding Nemo thing because it's like she had a guy that gave her everything that she wanted, mm-hmm. but he was missing this. Mm. But then she's used to having these guys that don't have it, and she's looking for this. I guess particular thing. Yeah. So, I mean, this one is tough because this is a real, I mean, this is a lot of everyone (laughs) out here really trying to find, you know, someone to connect with. And, you know, the smart is, you know, she said it's ambitious and um, she said she's done all the online dating sites. And I know you've, I'm not trying to put you out there, but I know you no, say you. No, I've been on it. I've been, I've been on a, I've been on a lot of dating sites. You said it was hard too. I mean, you know, like kind of. I didn't say it was hard for me. It, sir, I just you said, said it, was, it was difficult to kind of I shift it was through. A, no, I'm going to say this. It, it wasn't, let me say this. It wasn't hard, right? Mm-hmm. I think what it was, was it was a challenge trying to find the Nemo. That's, that's the, that's the, it wasn't hard. It was the challenge of finding the Nemo. Okay. And the Nemo was that you were trying to find someone with that right balance. Okay. She said she had someone that had this and all this, but he was missing this. Right. He wasn't ambitious. Then she had somebody ambitious mm-hmm. that wasn't doing this. So I think for me, that was the issue. Was- you know what? I think a lot of times that's what ends up happening, too, um, when people are out here dating. You know, um, you know, I want to say that to Amy, that I think sometimes what we tend to do is, and I'm not sure the ins and outs of the particular relationship that you had, but sometimes what we do is, because certain characteristics are present or excuse me prevalent in our partner we feel as though they're not present and that's not true 
you know what I mean, or whatever. Right. And sometimes they just need um, to connect with the right person to help make those things prevalent. And I think I just don't. I just want to make sure that sometimes when people are out here dating, that they don't give up on something, you know, um, prematurely without considering that. Now, with that being said, sometimes you know a match is sometimes a person just not for you. And so I think being able to really um, come to terms with that and be real. And it seems like she was, she was like, you know, he's cool and everything, but he's just not ambitious. You know what I mean? Or just not, um, that, that come, you know what? And I think that's something that comes from like a, a childhood and you raised mm-hmm. like that because honestly, I've been ambitious all my life. Right. And I'm talking yeah, about from an early age. No, mm-hmm. seriously. And I'm not even trying to put this about me. I'm just saying like some things people are born with. And some people, yep. some things people just not born with. That's true. I now, you can you. learn to be more ambitious, mm-hmm. but some things are just born in you. Like, some you know, things are innate. You yeah, some right. people, you it's just a drive. Like, you mm-hmm. go through them, and that's just what it is. And some things, like, a situation changes that makes you like that. Mm-hmm. Now, going to the story, I think that she got to make a determination, right? And sometimes when well, you... Well, she make, made a determination. I'm saying some... <laughs> I guess she made a determination. Mm-hmm. I'm saying... Now she's back into a situation where she's searching again. She's trying right. to find people, mm-hmm. right? So the thing is, she's finding guys that have everything she wants, but mm-hmm. don't have this ambition. And then she's finding the other side. So the goal is, I guess, how does she affect that person? Because the biggest thing for me is this. We talked about single sex and, and couple sex. Right. But then when you take it outside the sex, the whole thing is that whoever you meet and whoever you come upon, honestly, it's, it, it, to me, either they're going they're going to give you something positive mm-hmm. or they're going to give you something negative. That's one of the things I look at. Like, what does this person value bring to, to the table? Are they? Am I happy with them? Are mm-hmm. they bringing me positive energy or are they bringing me negative energy? If they bring me negative energy, I really can't help them be ambitious. But if they're positive, mm-hmm. I can help. So I'm saying I've helped people become more ambitious right. through so, positivity. Absolutely. Right? So that's what I mean. So you kind of taken that approach you know based upon your ability to filter through whether or not this person has certain things it's just not prevalent you know what i mean or whatever they just need maybe they're like, kind of like yeah push or like yeah. you know what i see it in you like bring it out yeah type but you gotta have it, it does mm-hmm. have expiration you can't be 10 years like no I absolutely know. and i agree you have yeah. to be really discerning with this one yeah you really have to see <laughs> like, like, i know you got Forever. it yeah i know you got it in mm-hmm. you you just gotta do it and it's like you gotta you know what Push might be the wrong word. I think it's plant seeds and water it. Right. Right? Because mm-hmm. pushing can kind of irritate or make yeah. an issue. But if you plant the seed and water it, I think that's more healthier than just doing a push thing. Because now I've done both. Mm-hmm. I've been a pusher. Like, you, know, you can do it, you can do it, you can uh-huh. do it. And then you get resistance back. Yeah. But when I planted seeds and water it, it had a better result. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's so key. I think that, you know, Amy, it's unfortunate because, you know, it's just really difficult, you know, sometimes to f- find that quality connection. Um, and I think it's different for everyone, in all honesty. Um, you know, being able to kind of encounter that that person, I think that as long as you are kind of availing yourself and, and keep putting yourself um, out there to um, really be able to make an authentic connection, you, you're, you're definitely going to be able to, to do that when the time is right. Uh, I definitely just want you to make sure while you are dating, you're not um, overlooking, you know, um, certain things in a person. Deal breakers are deal breakers. So this person that could didn't want to have kids, that's a deal breaker for you. And that's completely fine. Now, before you finish up your thought, let me say this about this mm-hmm. having a kid thing, 
right? Sometimes a man has to have himself in a certain place to be ready to have kids. Okay. And I don't know why it's like that with us, mm-hmm. but we we really put a lot of weight on being in a certain place before we actually get ready to have these kids. Okay, that's understandable. So mm-hmm. sometimes a person can say, I'm not ready to have children right now mm-hmm. because her knees sound like she was ready to, you know, she's like, I'm ready to have kids right now. So if, if you're saying you want to have kids in the near, right now to the near mm-hmm. next one or two years, if he wasn't in that position, he's going to say, no, nah, I don't have kids. He's not going to say, I want to have kids right now. He's literally just going to say, I don't, I don't have kids. kids. And that's, yeah, okay, well, yeah. I think, honestly, every man is going to want to have another seed to walk around because it's... Um, that's not true, Ryan. Well, no, I'm saying majority. Let me say majority. Majority of the guys out here want to have a seed walking around. Like, they want to have somebody to, to lead their legacy to. If not... I mean, I haven't met too many men that were like that. Maybe very few, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, they typically want to have somebody to run behind to say, this is, mm-hmm. I'm leaving my legacy to them. I think that's a gamble for women. Like, you know, I, I, I hear you. I think that's a gamble, a gamble for women yeah. to, if a guy's essentially saying, because I feel like I was well, one. I they, was saying They shit. will be clear, though. I was saying that. I was saying, literally, uh-huh. I didn't Literally, before I had my own son, I literally was saying I didn't want no kids. I, I mean, I wanted children, but I didn't want any right now. Right. But see, some you may be able to make that distinction a little more clear. Some people, you know, don't do that. You know, and if a, a guy is telling a woman that he doesn't want this, are, are you guys always saying that we should take you at face value and not really kind of put any add-ons there? Because that's not you know what I mean so if he's not able to communicate that or make the distinction that I don't want kids period versus I don't want kids right now I'm going to take you at face value if right. you say you know no, you I don't want kids you. okay I'm moving on if I want kids right, I got you. you know so um I think that that is um you know so I agree with her for and I I commend her for kind of moving it on even though she was really into this guy because mm-hmm. it's hard out here and she could have been like well he may change his mind but she was like no this is I won't this is something I know I want so if he's saying no, he's saying no. I wanted to ask you also to kind of just clear this up for um, Amy. I wanted to get your perspective on whether or not I see in here she wrote that she, uh, she wrote that she goes out a lot. Okay. So I don't know. Some guys have this thing about women who go out a lot or whatever. So if she's posting and she's out somewhere on her social media, like Instagram, Facebook, um, wherever, you know, does that just dis- kind of make a guy become a little more discouraged if they if they see that she's kind of maybe out and about a lot or you know now if she's in the club all the time i'm 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 a i'm a, I'm a that's a red flag now if she's out to eat all if she's out to eat like at a bar or a lounge well she's at i mean that's kind of similar a day to the, party yeah that's the same thing like if she's i, I mean i know she got she got to be able to do something else because um, my thing is mm-hmm. i'm going if i if i was to meet this person and all they would have pictures of is going out going to the parties i'm really like yo what else do you do okay so what if she doesn't have just pictures of that but like she has some like little family pictures in between there but she does go out like she has a healthy social life or even if you start dating this person and she's like well i'm about to go you know me and my girlfriends have plans to go to this day party or going to a lounge why is that guys i've seen a lot of guys feel as though this person goes out a lot 
it's you know it's it's a balance. Mm-hmm. It, it depends when I meet her. If literally every day, it depends on how many days she's. If she's going out literally every weekend, maybe she's just trying to occupy her time. There's some people that just don't want to sit still. Right now, she's out in the clubs every weekend. Mm-hmm. It depends on how old she is. Okay. If if she's you know in the twenties, I'm, I'm expecting that. Like that's just what it is. If she's in her thirties. I'm gonna start saying what's going on. Like, why? Like, <laughs> you like, like well, yeah, you don't have Netflix or you don't have, like. See, no, why? Well, I'm saying at 30, like, if you still in the club at 30, that's like, you you pass your prime. Like, but see, in, in whose eyes, and I'm just being devil's advocate here, but in whose eyes, like, so if she wanna go out. Um, I didn't say she could, so let me let me give you the spectrum of how I look at uh-huh. it. In your 20s, you really trying to just find somebody to occupy your time, just uh-huh. a companion, you wanna hang out, you wanna find a guy, you wanna have fun with, right? It gets a little serious when you turn 30. Mm-hmm. When you turn 30, you know, you start thinking time clock, time clock ticking, I need to get married. So you really want to be engaged in something. You want to be about something. Like in what, 30s. in 30s? In 30s, See, you that is that is society's pressure, right? No, that's not even that. society's pressure. That's just life in general. Like, if you're literally uh-huh. still partying in the same damn way you mm-hmm. was in your 20s, you know what I'm going to say? You didn't damn evolve. You gotta well, evolve. I mean, you do have to evolve, but you know what? Guess what? People evolve at their own pace. And I don't want to say that, then I'm just highlighting because this is how society has us conditioned, and you too, clearly, over there I'm talking about either. some, you know, if you want to be engaged by this, such an age, you got to do no, this. You know what? That. I'm going to tell That's you what it true. is. Listen, I started off <laughs> going to, to the clubs at college. Uh-huh. I got tired I'm of that. About that one. Yeah, listen, I got tired of going to the same damn clubs or switching clubs. When I got in my thirties, I was like, "All right, this I've been going out for ten something years to the clubs. What's different? I need okay. to do something different." So here's what I would like mm-hmm. to see: what to to your story, if she's going out all the time to the club, that should evolve to traveling. That's my kid. That would that would be an attraction to a guy. Like, damn, she went from hanging out in the club all the time. Now she's traveling and she's going different okay. places. Uh, you know what? That's the evolution. But if she's clubbing in twenties and then clubbing in thirties, yeah, I'm like, finish doing what you're doing. Okay. I don't know what you got going on. Like you, you seem like you haven't evolved. You're still in the club. Still right? kind of club. Okay. You're still trying to I can get that perspective if that's how you see it. You know, from a male's perspective, I get that. Okay, so the traveling piece down with it. So even yeah, if she, if, even if she evolves from going to the club to like a what, like a, a bar land? or land. Yeah, it's just like a. a, a, a like a I don't know it's just like a different situation like it's okay. it's no the bar is no different than the club okay that's the distinction that's what I was trying to hear yeah, it's the same thing okay. you're just really not dancing that's, that's it. what like, I was trying yeah, to hear the club you dance and the bar you just sit down so now see so y'all like, see y'all view those along the same lines the club and the bar yeah she need to be traveling or she need to be doing something in, 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 in the lines of her what her career is or something she gotta be doing something What's the interest of it? If she's just hanging on the club, it's no interest. Well, I mean, I don't know if she's hanging on the club, but I, I necessarily like don't like club pictures. Like, like when we talk yeah. about dating profiles mm-hmm. and online, like the dating profile. If so you, you're saying club pictures is, you don't is like wacky. club pictures and you don't even like bar pictures either than either. No, because Show, associating both stamp of your time. damn passport. That's what they, I'm saying. Press uh-huh. me with that. I don't want to see that. I want to see you at this club, this club, this party, day party, day party, like. Leave the area. Right. Get your get a flight. Mm-hmm. Stay home. Stop. Because they gotta spend money on outfits. They gotta. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like you gotta do something different. So even okay. So let's say she not traveling because she in school. What other type of pictures would you want to see? 
to Man, help you to help you solidify the fact that you know she's not out there all the time. Maybe she's volunteering doing something. Okay. She's I'm just trying know, to help our audience. helping out. You know what I mean uh-huh. in the community. Maybe she's um, like, like I say engaged in the community. She's doing some activity. Maybe she's with her family. Okay, just showing like family, community, church photos, uh, church photos. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many church photos she's give, but church photos. <laughs> Like uh, Easter outfits and stuff. Or, <laughs> that she's doing things out and about. Like she's a you know athletic. She's hiking, biking. Right. Okay. Just doing other type of things. Yeah. Those or, things, and let me see that she's well rounded. Versus if I literally just see club pictures, uh-huh. that's it. You like you said, I'm turned off. You turned off. I'm turned okay. Off. That's a turn off. All right. So I mean, hopefully that was helpful for Amy. You know, um, Amy, if you, you don't get out the clubs, I'm being turned. She's not in I'm the club. The hello. That's not what it says here. Well, I'm just letting you know, Amy. If you yeah. in the clubs <laughs> all the time, I'm turned off. Right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm pretty sure she's gonna encounter that guy. You know, because she's staying true and you know, staying her course, which is most important. Stay true and don't minimize who you are, hoping to get a maximum connection. So. I'm glad that you're staying true to who you are. All so, right. I know that, you know, we're going to end things on this pillow talk. Tell me what's the pillow talk for today. That is a great question, Ryan. So the pillow talk for today. Wind things on down here. A little reflection. So loving someone is a decision, guys. Contrary to popular belief, it is a decision. Choosing to love someone is actually one of the most beautiful things about love because real love is unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. That was a hell of a pillow talk. Like, I'm, I'm fairly impressed. Like, I think I think that pill- rounded off the single sex, couple sex. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that was, a, that we went, we, we dove into a lot. That was real serious. So, yeah. here's what I want to say that to kind of wrap up our, our podcast today. Um, Anybody that sees this podcast after we do this live broadcast, mm-hmm. feel free to you know leave your comments. Um, we're always open to receiving them. Absolutely, and Facebook yeah. inbox, yes. your DM. Mm-hmm. Um, they can reach you at Ask Lex Harris is my handle. It's my and, IG, Facebook, yeah, and I'm Ryan Whitfield. So you can actually reach me on any of the handles, whether mm-hmm. it's Twitter, uh, Instagram. But we we definitely want you to go to Intimacy Uncovered. And right now, before we leave, we want to make sure you guys know that um, go get your pre-release copy of the book, Absolutely. Intimacy Uncovered. It comes out soon. Yes, discounted prices. Yep. It's at a discounted price. So mm-hmm. go to Amazon. I'll make sure you grab it. It's going to be an amazing book. And I told I told people, it's not just a book. It's, it's a visual dialogue. Sure. And people are like, well, what the hell do you mean visual dialogue? It's, right. it's really like a visual <laughs> conversation. It's us sitting here like with you and really having these deep conversations that's right and it's like like you said with the visuals too we're very very vivid photos in there and if you've been following us on uh our instagram page and if you've been following each one of our um our individual pages on facebook and on instagram um you'll see all of the imagery we've been posting mm-hmm. just showing you um scenes uh very provocative uh it's a lot of imagery to kind of like makes you tap into like things that you know you may not see on a normal basis i mean everybody talks about love right mm-hmm. but a lot of people don't really don't talk about intimacy right exactly so, so. we kind of like really chime and in we on get that. detailed on how to create these moments that's what that vividness is about the vividness is about. <laughs> so is that a word? Yeah, i don't know i just created it so 
Um, we want you guys to stay connected with us. Um, to all our followers, we jumped on Periscope. We on Facebook Live. Oh, we appreciate you guys yeah, tuning in. Yeah, so um, we're gonna be broadcasting again. So make sure that you guys stay stay tuned. connected. Right, stay connected. You've been listening to the Intimacy Uncovered podcast. You can win a pre-released copy of the Intimacy Uncovered book. Go sign up now at intimacyuncovered.com.